so since we last spoke, yeah. In fact, I've just taken it out, mate. I I forgot. But since we last spoke, <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had my front tooth pulled out, mate. <laughs> because when I was fifteen, I can't say 15. <laughs> when I was fifteen. Gonna get complaints at me. When Is it was, F? You can't get. Oh, hang on. 15 is an F, yeah. yeah. When I was 15, I, I smashed it out playing rugby. It snapped in half. And then yeah. I snapped it again on a bicycle crash. So I had a post and crown put in. It was there for like right. 30... So the root was still there, but they... And sort of... a little bit of the tooth. What they do is they screw a crown in. They like, as a post. They stick a titanium right. post. Right, It looks like a normal tooth. It's like almost like a false tooth, but it's not. Anyway, <coughs> I was in Lanzarote on a Christian Vision for Men yep, yep. sports week. And I bit into a ham and cheese baguette. And there was this massive snapping sound. Do you think it just like took it at the wrong shot. angle? And put, put pressure on it deep down? Yeah, and it snapped, and that metal post snapped the root. <laughs> and I thought, I was standing there, I had about ten fellas around me, and I'm like, this is really hurting. And there was a bloke in there who's a, an army dentist, mm. mate. He's a captain in the army, but it's a de- army dentist. I said, uh, what's going on here? And he, he just, he opened his mouth and he had a look. He went, mm. <laughs> that is, yeah, to keep an eye on it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> actually, it was all wobbling about, wasn't it? Yeah. And I managed to keep it hanging in there until my daughter's, youngest daughter's graduation. Yeah. For the photos, and then I had an appointment with the uh, dentist, and he basically made it was an injection in the roof of my mouth, oh. and an injection in the in towards the damaged nervy root. Oh. That made my eyes water. I thought I'm not going to show him I'm in pain. I was lying there all calm, didn't twitch a muscle, <laughs> just staring up at him. Staring at the, he's got a TV up in the ceiling. I was just watching BBC News. Eyes streaming, streaming. <laughs> And then, Were you like gripping onto the chair? No, I was. I had my hands like I was going to die, like a corpse hands, <laughs> just over my stomach. Hands. Yeah, I so I'm not going to show any pain. This is a, like as a discipline, like as a, this yeah. is interesting. Mm. Can I hide the pain? <clears throat> and then he, he did something like teasing around the root, like the. <laughs> the I don't know what he was using. And then he got a pair of pliers and he wrenched it out. Pushing down on my bottom lip, thought he was going to burst my bottom lip. <laughs> then it all came out, and he whopped in a new temporary denture. That was it. Out you go. Yeah, and he said, "Bite down on this." It's like a bit of gauze, blood everywhere, and he just gave me a leaflet. <laughs> what to do for the next couple of days? And I've got to go back to have a three, four months have a, like an implant or a bridge. But he said, <laughs> "Too much bone cut. There's a load of bone with it. Mm. Pulled a load of bone out." Mm. Mm. Is it- <laughs> It's funny how <laughs> teeth really change your appearance, doesn't it? Yeah. Because I lost one here. That mm. one. So some friends brought around some chocolate. Mm. Look, I've got a falsy over here. Yeah, I saw it. I left it here so I could look. Quite impressive, actually. Yeah. But it's, yeah. <laughs> falsy, which is mold. Well it took a mould. How much was that? So the whole thing to get done was just over 500 quid. <laughs> Like inspecting it, x-raying it, wrenching it out, moulding and getting that. And I hate it. Does it feel uncomfortable? It's terrible. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like pressure in your mouth. Then when you take it out, it leaves a bit of residual soreness for a bit. You don't think you just get used to it? I think I would if I left it in. But I don't want to eat with it because I, I can't hold bits around it. Yeah, then you've got to get out and brush it. Mm. Isn't, so what are you having? You're having a false tooth made up? On no, one I'm gonna, yeah, no, I'm going to get like... I, he said I've probably lost too much bone for an implant. But I'll get a bridge where they basically file down the teeth either side, they fit something permanently over. Oh, right. That lasts 20 years. Oh, right. Mm. Like a, a watertight, not watertight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it'd be bridge. like as if yeah, I've got a tooth there, yeah. All the, all the bridge works behind. That'd be expensive, wouldn't it? About a grand. Oh, it? my word. Yeah, an implant's like two grand because he said... Or you live to... with the gap. Yeah, I, I think Karen, Karen's cool with it. But she... Um, <laughs> She said I just look like a thug. <laughs> and I went, mean, thug. <laughs> so <laughs> she says, I just look a little bit like menacing. She said you look like, you know, you're just like a street thug. Like, you know, <laughs> so they're just fighting all the time and losing. <laughs> Funny thing is, we were saying this earlier. Mm. In the space of a year, yeah. you quit. Well, just over here. You quit booze. No, two years, nearly. Oh, two, two years. years. All right. So, yeah, but the health stuff really in the last 12 months, let's mm. say. So you got you got Parkinson's, you got diabetes, mm. your mm. teeth are falling out. Yeah. <laughs> in the space of turning 50 to 51. I highly recommend <laughs> I mean, the tooth was already a pre-existing problem, but it just <laughs> came to a head at the same time. I'm like, it's just another blow, isn't it? I mean, Mate. it sounds true. It's just a tooth, but it's like, oh. You know, what next? Well, hearing could go. I've got bad tinnitus because of the Parkinson's. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Oh, it's another mate. soft symptom of Parkinson's. The Lord's preparing disease. you for glory, I think. Do you think so? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I'm not going home yet. I'm going to be like this old gnarly prophet. You've always said that. Like, well, where were you at yeah, the gathering? All gnarly. Gnarly. A waving stick. a stick around. Yeah. Couple of teeth. Yeah. Turn to Jesus. Yeah. It's all you got. Trust me, boys. All you got is the Lord. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. The state of me. I've walked through him faithfully. <laughs> I've followed him faithfully. Not, not an example. <laughs> oh, Supernatural mate. health. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. It's nuts. Yeah. It's, it's, Adam's, can... it's Adam's fault. I reckon the Adam man, the Eden man, Ooh. wouldn't have had any tooth decay. Yeah, he would have had amazing abilities, like a massively enhanced brain capacity. Yeah, it's all his fault. But basically, I walked out of the dentist, I got out of the dentist chair and Mm. paid the money and I Mm. phoned phoned Karen and my dad were together down in Essex. Mm. She was visiting. Mm. I sounded like Daffy Duck. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I'm like, it's just another paper cut. Yeah. Thousand paper, death by a thousand paper cuts. skirmish. It's just a tooth. It, you, you get when I lost this one, mm. I was a bit because mine's off to the side, and it snapped on mm. a chocolate, and I was like, I was heartbroken. <laughs> but then once it's out, I thought, you know what, I'm all right about it. I've got a gap. But yeah, care. but like you can't see your gap. No, you get a little yeah, when you, yeah, <laughs> when you smile a bit weirdly. Yeah, I have to smile like, oh yeah, it's great, mate. Yeah, it's all like that. Yeah, but look, mate, look at me. <laughs> I've got, a, I've got a meeting with the board of trustees after this. I don't know whether to put me force in or not. I said you need a handkerchief. Yeah, with a tooth symbol, a little black one. Just keep dabbing me up. Dabbing me mouth. <laughs> don't mind me. 
We went to something cheap for all right. I've never had a filling. One tooth gone. If you've if you've yeah. had a tooth go eating a baguette, I think you are in trouble, mate. No, that was a pose a crown and post, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's an indication that things are things, baguettes aren't hard. That's a soft, no, lovely it's baguette roll. The post have been wearing against the root all that time. Oh right. Mm. And that last little thing pushed it over the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said it happens. You can get crown failures. That's just oh, the way it is. mate. Well, I've got a boost here. I was thinking about eating, but now I'm a bit put off. Oh, you only eat me a uh, lion bar. It is a sobering thing. Getting old. Well... Uh, joking aside, mm. yeah, I mean, I, so yesterday, we were talking about this, yesterday, mm. I, and I don't want this to be too morbid, but I drove no, no, past... It's a good thought, yeah. I drove past the Chesterfield Cemetery mm. um, on my way to the Premier Inn yesterday. Mm. And I, it was a humbling, sobering moment because I think you can get yourself into a place where you labour and push and fight and strive and get yourself so physically exhausted over something. Mm. And in the grand scheme of things, I drove past the cemetery and I heard this little whisper, it all ends here. In a hole in the ground. It all ends here. Well, it ends in eternity, but actually, well, in, a, in, in terms of your yeah. human experience, yeah. Yeah. stuck in a box, yeah, put in a furnace. And people won't remember the emails some, you were labouring over or the stress that you the carried The argument you had about some silly thing. Yeah, yeah, won't remember it. I won't remember it. No. I know. I mean, I know it all adds up to outcomes when you're yeah, in the mix yeah. of it. But you, we do exist in these strange bubbles. Yeah. I mean, I, I was I was thinking the other day. Hmm. What if I just decided I just anyone listening to this is now going to flap think I'm retiring. I'm not. Hmm. But what if I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to love me dog, love me wife. Not in that order. <laughs> love me kids, grandkids. Sorry, Karen. Yeah, sorry, Karen. And I'm just gonna just gonna stop. And you know, we're gonna be a postman three days mm. a week. Well, I probably mm. can't be Parkinson's, but you know what I mean. Mm. People wouldn't people wouldn't miss you. Not after a couple of years. Mm. It's it's interesting how much weight and emphasis we put on what we do and what we're up to mm. and what things are around us in our orbit. Like mm. they give us some sort of identity or mm. purpose in the grand scheme of things, outside of physical. You know, relational bonds with people and and caring for people and and helping others and you kind of think, is it all? It's a lot of window dressing. A lot of it is window dressing. Like, do your bit. Be prepared to make yeah. a faithful contribution. Yeah, brick by brick. Yeah, love Jesus. Go after him with everything you've got. Me and Karen were driving into Sheffield yesterday for this support group I go to. Yeah. And, and Karen said, I look, all these... I said, what are you thinking about? She'd been a bit quiet. Mm. She said, all these houses I'm driving past, all these thousands and thousands of people, all just anonymously living their lives and yeah. might be in a squash club or having an allotment and know a few people, mm. go to work, know a few people, but most people just faithfully, or not faithfully, mm. just living life. Yeah. You know, it's just... And it's out, millions of people, millions, most never heard of. Yeah. Yeah. It's mad, but known by God. Yeah. Every hair on their head. Mm. But it makes you wonder, you know, like you're saying, all the striving and the, 
the arguments, the tension at work, the office politics. Mate. It's just nonsense, isn't it? It is. And the amount of energy I think we expend on this stuff. It's made me... It's, over the last few months, it's really helped me prioritise that intimate prayer life with Jesus. That's, mm. The clo- you know, when we say closet stuff, it sounds like we're making some sort of homosexual reference. But you know what I mean, like that closet, that closing, closed the what, shut away. Yeah, me and Jesus, like yeah. <clears throat> in that, a secret place, that secret place, that guarded space yeah. with Him, and it's made me fight and push for more of that. And make how much that... do you think things would go wrong? You know, like when you're in an office situation, and loads mm. of fellas would be relate to this, mm. and someone makes a suggestion at work. Yeah. You're like, no, no, you can't do it like that. It's got to be like this. And there's a big palaver about it. And then, yep. oh, I don't want to send that email that tiny spot. Like and yep. all the stress. What if there's, there's leaders who just went, yeah, right. do what you think's right? Mm. How much would really go wrong? And then, relating that to your thought, mm. if you spend the time in the secret place, mm. pursuing intimacy, mm. pursuing the anointing, keeping your life right, yeah. how much would flow right anyway? Mm. Yeah, I I do think that is the right balance. I think so. I do think so. Otherwise, you're playing out of flesh in you all the yeah, time and yeah. worldly wisdom. And David has its place. It has its place. But David's big concern, and we we love Psalm fifty one, was Lord, don't take your presence from me. I've mm. sinned against you. This, but ultimately, he was like, I can't do this without your presence, your anointing. Well, and that leads me. We were talking earlier. Before you've yeah. got chicken goujons. And I'm eating this boost, but I'm doing it off presence. You will get a complaint. You get a complaint. No, if I'm doing it like that in the When was the last time we got an eating complaint? I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, in Judges 16, when Samson finally had the anointing of the Holy Spirit taken off him. Let me turn to this in the uh, CSB leather bound flicks. Yeah, I've got the, uh, the goat skin red stitch twin... Bookmark <laughs> uh, CSB. Has it got maps? Uh, I haven't got. I haven't got the map edition. You got maps? Yeah. <clears throat> An old Bible college lecturer said. To oh me no, once, I've got maps. I've got maps. Have you got so no I maps never, in I your never... Bible? Throw it away. <laughs> I don't mean that's that? right. <laughs> a Bible college lecturer. Do you ever look at the maps? No, never. No, no, do I? I don't use concordance either. No. Do you know why? Don't need Sign to. Of weakness. <laughs> Although I am having trouble finding judges. Yeah. I know it's near the front. Page two, <laughs> two, three, brother. Is it the same in our Bible? It can't be. Have you got got the same Bible, mate? Two, nah, two, two. Mm. It is. Mm. What did you say, judges? Judges sixteen. It's the same Bible. Yeah, I've got the same Bible. I gave you that. I know you did, and I replaced it. And in it. I missed it so much, I bought another one. Mate, I'm, I'm so pleased you gave it to me. And I felt, as you gave it, that you almost regretted it mm. a little bit. Little it bit. was the gift you regretted to give. I know it was, <laughs> but I took it. I'm not giving it back. And inside you put Carl Beach, there's your name, and underneath I've got my name. And I think that's a bit like Elijah and Elisha. There you go, mate. Verse 20, she cried, Samson. Philistines are here, and when he awoke from his sleep, he said, I will escape as I did before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Mm. I think he says in the IV, the spirit of the Lord had left him. Mm. He didn't even know. Yeah. 
That, that is, to me, one of the most chilling verses in the Bible, that you could walk in such disobedience over such a prolonged period of time that you don't realise that God's anointing's left you. You're so numbed yep. and blunted the sense of his presence in your life. So let's throw in some theological kind of markers here. Mm. We're not saying... We're not, it's, it isn't a once-saved-always-saved argument. This is about anointing... The presence of presence. the Lord, the acute anointing of the Holy Spirit over your life. Yeah. You know, many Christians, you could, or some Christians, you could think you have God's presence with you. Mm. Your church could have all the appearances of success, yeah. but not have the acute sense of God's anointing resting on it. The, the power of the Holy Spirit. The it's a sobering, that's sobering, isn't it, mate? It is, and he didn't. The thing is, he didn't even know. So he had so, you know, he broken every one of his Nazarite yeah, vows yeah. at that point. Yeah. Oh, obviously, the last one said his haircut, but he what wasn't. Were, what his was his haircut that lost his power is because right. he broke everything else. We touched dead bodies. Yeah. Uh, he's not allowed to do that. Um, he he touched alcohol. Yeah. As far as we know, and he had his haircut. He had his haircut. Yeah. He broke the Nazarite vow, and so God was. Patient, 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 up until that last one. And then it's like... Interesting. He broke the vow. And this isn't something... Whilst his vow... The vow was made when he was like a fetus, really, but he would have known the vow. It was who he was. He was raised in it. He was raised in it. So this was a, a, a conscious... Some Nazarites of. took it for a short period. Some they took right. it for life from birth, and yeah. he was a from birth Nazarite. Right. And he would have been instructed, "This is the way you go." He was consecrated this for the Lord's service. Yeah, so you do. He's like a warrior monk, you know. Wow. That's what us, mate. Warrior, warrior monks. monks. Mm. Graham Miller mm. from London City Mission actually put under. I put a post on Facebook. About Parkinson's. Yep. And he said, the Lord is taking you down a new monastic path, brother. That's interesting. Insightful. And, yeah. and I doesn't know pe- your life. No, in not great you. detail. He's a mate. Right. But, uh, I, yeah, but I've been obviously pursuing this whole new Nazarite stuff, around yeah. sobriety and anointing and yeah. more time in prayer. Yeah. And it's funny, you know, this is the outcome in my life. Yeah, yeah. But maybe it's a gift in the sense that it keeps you in a humble place. Yeah. Much rather that than the alternative. Yeah. Yeah, it's good that Maybe mate. sometimes God puts a bit and bridle on us. Yeah. Yeah, Keep I think this, so. You know. What's interesting here is he, obviously the gravity of the situation, he didn't know the Lord's anointing had left him. Mm. But at the end, then he says, Lord, Lord, return to me this one time. Yeah. And God in his, his last gentleness does. He's like, yeah, all right. And then he again. killed more in his death than he killed all his other. Yeah. Which is pretty harrowing. Big punch but, up. Yeah. Mm. It's ripe for a proper film, isn't it, Samson? There was one made. They've done some, but it's a bit odd. odd. Yeah, a bit bit of a weird one, yeah. Who would play Samson? Dolph Lundgren. (laughs) I used to love Dolph Lundgren. No, yeah, who would play... uh, I don't know. I'll tell you who would play. The bloke who who plays Jack Reacher in the TV series. Oh, yeah. He'd be good. Yeah, he'd be good. He'd be a great Samson. Do you reckon Samson was... This is an interesting thing. Do you reckon he was massive... Or do you reckon he just had this weird power? In my head, he looks like He-Man out of the cartoons from the 80s. I wonder if he wasn't. I wonder if he was lean, gnarly, thin muscle, but just weirdly weirdly powerful. They reckon some people reckon he had a kick, don't they, that it was like 
insane. And he'd just boot people and break their ribs. I don't know. Why in my head I've always seen him as a hulking menace? I know, but I wonder if... How no. could he have been in that era? I mean, there weren't the food or the vitamins. Just rip a goat apart, eat it. Yeah, maybe. But wouldn't it have been more harrowing if it was this lean little fella who was ripping the jaws of lions open? Well, like Pincher. Yeah, just, yeah. Little. You'd look and think, how's he getting his strength? Yeah, yeah, well, and that would have been more discombobulating, I suppose. Yeah, it would. Like, what's going on? Yeah. And you'd know it was the Lord. Mate, they gouged out his eyes, didn't they, in the end? Yeah. So we're having a quick think about verses that hit us the hardest because mm. because this was going to be a podcast about life choices do you know what i'm wondering as well doing this we often talk about current affairs and we get our bibles out but mm. i'm wondering if there's scope for us to do more of this in our podcast yeah it's chewing a word over we just chew the word over mm. in a chilled way not weird but just honest yeah you know because we can talk about the heat wave and is it the environment shutting down and the only thing that's going to change anything is the Bible. The word of God, it? yeah. Gospel. I think so. Yeah, I'm up for that. All right, mate. My one was, um, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. This is Matthew 7, 21, on page 875. Not, I'll start again. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name and do many miracles in your name? Then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers. Yeah, I never knew you. And before that, I've actually got highlighted oh. in me salmon pink. Go on. Highlighter, enter through the narrow gate. But the gate is wide and the road broad that leads yes. to destruction. There are many who go through it. But how narrow is the gate and difficult the road that leads to life? And few find it. And that, that precedes all that. Yeah, that's good, mate. I'm just underlining that. And it, it gives me chills a little bit, that, because the display there is people prophesying. I mean, you get Christians that can't speak, don't do that anyway. You know, these sorts of oh, displays. This is, is, is this the big, we're in a big platform and prophesying and here's a demonstration of deliverance, here's the power of the Holy Spirit. And he goes, oh, I didn't know I you. I didn't know you. No, you did Can it in you my, imagine that? You did it in my name. Well, that's the you. thing with God. I think, I was talking to Jen about this the other day. I think when God's name is preached and the gospel is pointed and salvation is spoken, he honours his name. Where his name is spoken, there's mm. power. Whether the vessel speaking it is worthy or not, God's honest There are stories name. of Jonathan Edwards, the, uh, the revivalist. Uh, apparently he'd, he'd stand at the podium all, like, nervous in a suit, speckled, yeah. with loads of notes he'd just read out and he'd be shaking with nerves. And thousands of people would be coming and getting saved. Mm. They'd be throwing themselves at the front because they, they, they thought they could see hell beneath their feet. Such as the anointing resting on him. Wow. Whereas you had like Whitfield, he'd do big dramatic mm. things and talks and drama, mm. and but but not that guy. Jonathan Edwards would just quietly mm. read his sermon with fear and trembling. Well, maybe it is on the the vessel as well then to deliver and know <laughs> know Christ in an intimate way like that. But 
I guess it's it's just quite chilling to think that there'll be, there will be, because God, I believe it's written here, it will happen. There will be a group. Well, it's chilling, isn't it? Then, and they will hear this. And he'll, he'll say, I, I didn't know you. Mm. Like, yeah, you did those things and you, you look like... You we looked were, apart. Yeah, you looked like we were friends and you served me, but you, you, you didn't know me. So I was looking at... I oh, posted mate. something on Twitter the other day, which no one really replied to. Mm. It was an Anchorman meme when he, one Burgundy is sitting there and going, hey, everyone, come over here and see how good I look. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm putting the top. It's the day of the pulpit action shot dead. <laughs> no one's really replied to it. <laughs> what do you mean by pulpit action You shot? know, like, a lot of people, they put on their bios, or you vote, yeah. Pointing, like, here's me behind the pulpit. Yeah. Yeah, I've not seen that for a while. Oh, no, you know, out still there, there? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, every now and again. Right, right. But I just think that is, I wonder if that's how heaven sees our activity. Hey, everyone, come and see how good I look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It just don't matter. Like in the grand scheme of heaven, yeah. how, you know, whether you're wearing your Louis Vuitton, have you seen the preachers and sneakers? No. Nah. Mate, there's an Insta, it's a bit naughty, but there's an Insta account called Preachers and Sneakers. Mm. And it's got all these preachers on there, but they're wearing like 10 grand pair of trainers. Oh, right. 30 okay. grand. Oh, okay. Jacket, yeah, I'm with you now. Yeah. Preachers and sneakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like. Yeah, actually, this is terrible. Right. This is just not... I get that you, you, you don't want to look... Like you've just been yeah. sleeping rough for four yeah. days. no, but, but you, you're playing into a system, a worldly system. Right. That's right. Yeah. You know, I went to Annie's graduation the other day, most of them were public school dudes. Yeah. And I realised when I turned up, well, I sort of knew before him, but I was looking around at everyone else... I was wearing a pair of brown brogues that I got off Amazon cheap. Yeah. I had a pair of next seconds chinos, an yeah. M&S shirt, and a yeah. jacket I got in a second shop yeah. down at the outlet. <laughs> looks all right. Yeah. It's smart enough. No, I saw the pics look nice. Yeah, it looks all right. Yeah, but yeah. that'll do, isn't it? Yeah, smart. Yeah, but we don't need all the brand. No, no. And I think a lot of this is all the window dressing, mm. and you have all the appearance mm. of holiness, yeah. and look how amazing I look, and... Yeah. Here's a carefully set up shot of me in the street talking to someone and yeah. a carefully set up off the cuff comment that's then recorded yeah. for socials and Yeah. Mate, it sort of makes rubbish. sense as well in that I can almost hear like from a relationship sense, Jesus saying, You had your whole life to get to know me. Right. And you, you didn't give me any time. You didn't Yeah. And I just think even if it's not related to this, it's certainly this verse has inspired my prayer times, not in a sense of fear, but a sense of you are worth going after with everything I've got. Like, I, I don't want to be Paying in that great group. Price. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want... treasure, I wanna, haven't we? Yeah, and I think, and this is my, my thing, I think you can experience this relationship with Jesus fully now so that when you read stuff <clears throat> like Paul and the other apostles, where they're like to die is gain, like you think, how does I have such confidence in death? It's because you've met who you're going to be with in this life. You already know him. You already experience him. So crossing over the veil from death to eternal life, you think, well, it's okay because I have already, already know what this is like. I know I'm going to be with Jesus and I know how this feels. 
So I, I'm good. A lot of people in the Parkinson's community, particularly young onset, so I get it younger, mm. they get to sit down in front of a consultant and he tells you this is incurable. Yeah. And it's progressive and it's degenerative. And a lot of people, they have a com- understandably have a complete meltdown yeah. at that point. Like they crawl under a rock. Like, I'm not, I mean, that's the initial reaction. People yeah. generally come out of that, but yeah. that's the initial reaction. Um, totally understandable. Yeah. I have not experienced any of that feeling. I mean, having to work through how life's yeah. got to change, yeah. understandably, but... Um, and coming to terms with some of the symptoms. Yeah, yeah, which are bleak. But but I never questioned why, and I've never felt, oh, I'm going to die soon or my life's going to get trashed. Yeah. I mean, I know what the prognosis is. It's yeah. not pretty. Yeah. Because because I know Christ. Yeah. Now. like In the here and now. Yeah. yeah. That, made, that changed it. I've <laughs> only realised in a lot of this just how ingrained that now is in my life mm. thankfully mm. but how much that truly changes everything yeah. yeah so i was thinking of doing a talk by edge ministries and cbm whatever of, because i did this men's day in leeds recently for new frontiers church and i did two talks on um facing the toughest of news mm. not just around parkinson's but other stuff in the family i've spoken about the gathering mm. And the hope that you can still know and the joy, even in, in the bleakest of headwinds, the most brutal of headwinds. Because I think that's that's the reality of knowing Christ. When yeah. you pass through the fires, you won't be burned. When you yeah. pass through the waters, they won't wash you away. Yeah. Don't mean to say you won't go through it. Everyone says yeah. that. But yeah. when you do face the worst of news, what does that mean as a follower of yeah. Christ? Yeah. Yeah. And how can we still have hope? Yeah. Because yeah. we should have, shouldn't we? Absolutely. Yeah. It shouldn't rock us like everyone else. <laughs> no. Well, and that's, I would say that's down to the, that intimacy and that presence of Jesus. Or a lifetime of reading the Bible. Yeah. It makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes in. The, the problem is, for a lot of people, I think, that are Christians, that anchor is held in, in religious structure, in religious service, right. in duty, in turning up and showing up. Very wise. But yeah. then when it's not... Doing stuff. Yeah. And when that anchor isn't in your daily secret intimacy with Jesus mm. that you guard, you protect, you know him, mm. you know his presence, it doesn't hold. That's right. Because the religious service, the structure won't hold you. But when you're in a trench, when you're about to jump into an enemy field trench with your bayonet's fixed, yeah. that's when faith is proven, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. When you're about to have a dust up. Yeah. And you don't know until that moment. So that moment when he said to me, it's degenerative, incurable, and it's going to be brutal, and it's going to be really tough. I just sort of shook his hand, said mm. thanks very much. Okay, give me the snake oil. Mm. How do we? How do yeah. you fix me temporarily? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Squeeze as much life out as you can for yourself, your kids, your but family. Calm, because calm. you know, because you know, I know Christ. You know, you're I know a my destiny, yeah, and I, I know He give me life to the full today, yeah, and yeah. it'll be all right. Yeah, it's powerful. Don't mean to say you have to make changes, mm. but mm. yeah, yeah. 